The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are of those of myself and do not necessarily reflect or represent the views and opinions held by this podcasting platform. The following content is controversial and might be disturbing for some audiences. Listener discretion is advised. It's been a vibe. Fell in love with your first impression and I can't lie. Cats with flying colors, every test fuck they implies. Locked in for the long run, no bunnies ever lie. If you wanna run, just tell me no bunny and glide. Fell in love with your first impression and I can't lie. Cats with flying colors, every test fuck they implies. Perfect, uh. Say that it ain't worth it, but it's working for us. But what they be talking about, not knowing what I'm buying about. Sunset, set the mood, what you ain't trying to find out. It's whatever space between the two, but long as we together. Make it through the struggle, see the day when we both shine forever. Since when we begin, it feel like you really made a It's been a fight. Fell in love with your first impression, and I can't lie. Pass with flying colors, every test, fuck they implies. Locked in for the long Before we jump into the episode, it is time for the cocktail of the day. Today's cocktail is called a popsicle mimosa. And guys, I cannot wait to try this drink. I cannot wait to do the video for it and share this concoction with my best friend. I am so excited. If you guys know me, I love a good mimosa. So today's ingredients are a bottle of champagne of your choice, triple sec, orange juice, and strawberries for garnish. Now we're going to also need a popsicle mold and we're going to use a 15 ounce tumbler glass. Now to prepare the popsicles, we're going to take two ounces of triple set and we're going to ration out throughout the entire mold. Try to put in as less as possible, but evenly all the way through. Um, I would recommend this a six popsicle mold that should be enough to spread two ounces evenly through this mold. We're going to also take three ounces of orange juice and do the same. We're going to ration it out between the six molds. We're going to place this mold in the freezer and let our popsicles freeze. In the meantime, we're going to add strawberries at the bottom of our glass preferably really really chopped up good strawberries now once our mold is complete we're going to take the molds out and we're going to place the popsicles inside the glass on top of the strawberries and then we're going to add our champagne pour almost a little bit over half and that ladies and gentlemen is the cocktail of the day the popsicle mimosa Enjoy.
Hey guys, and welcome to season three, episode 16. Okay guys, so first of all, before we get started, I first want to thank everybody in advance that reached out to me um, with your beautiful words of encouragement, with your stories, and just helping me understand the twists and turns of relationships. Um, I so appreciate it. I really, really do. I mean, I wasn't even thinking that I was going to get the response that I did, but I really genuinely appreciate you guys reaching out with your words of encouragement and just telling me some of your stories, telling me your obstacles and your ups and downs that you faced and how you overcame it. And everyone had pretty much a positive ending. Well, not ending, but a positive way that things turned out for you during some of these difficult moments. So I really, really, really appreciate um, everybody who reached out to me because like I said, I was embarrassed. Like it was really embarrassing to come on here and express the things that I expressed. You know, as I said before, I feel responsible. Me telling my story, me, um, taking you guys on this journey with me and it's literally unfolding week by week. This is real life. This is a real life chronicle. Um, No editing, not scripted or anything like that. So there was a part of me that was really embarrassed um, to even have to put that out there that these are the things that taking place. You know, we don't want people to be judgmental, which I've never really cared about judgment, but at the same time, you know, not being perfect or not having the the epitome of of perfection is something that that, res- that doesn't resonate well with me. Um, I've always been honest, you know, I don't sugarcoat anything, so I'm going to always express what's actually going on, but Honestly, guys, who wants to really express and tell people that they care about or people that they um, confide in that things get to an ugly place where, you know, it becomes disrespectful or nasty things are being said or hurtful things are being said or lash, you know, things are being lashed out. Nobody wants to shed that light, the ugly light on their relationship, but I do think that it does help. It does help. It makes things real. It makes people understand like, this is really what happens. People really have problems. Relationships really have ups and downs, no matter whether it's a prison relationship or a regular relationship, a marriage or whatever. Um, And I think that I have a better understanding of how to not be so embarrassed when these things happen because this is just not something that's happening to me. Everyone has experienced some form of some level um, when relationships get difficult, you know, when, when harsh things are said to each other, when hurtful things are said to each other, you know, I express all the time. My dad has always taught me that hurt people hurt people. So um, it really, really warmed my heart to know that you guys really responded to me in the way that you did. Um, 
because again, I was embarrassed. I was also embarrassed to actually come back and say, okay, well, we talked it out and everything is okay. Um, I've always been that type of woman to just be like, you know, how... I feel like when I have been disrespected or when something has been compromised or when I'm not feeling good about something, my response has always been to walk away. Just leave it alone, walk away. Um, you know, you know the saying, hurt me once, shame on you, hurt me twice, shame on me. I never let the the shame on me happen. I cut it off before it can even get that way. So um, I never been that person to come back after things have gone wrong and say, okay, we worked it out. We've talked it out and things like that. So that too was something that was different for me. Um, because in my mind, it's kind of like, just cut it off. Just let it go. Just cut it off because I feel like, it's possibly can happen again. And I don't want the happen again part. But I also had to realize that that's what relationships are. That's what two people coming together um, who are totally individuals, different lifestyles, different opinions. And my cousin sent me a message and said something that stuck out to me. Um, you have to figure out why the other person looks at the world the way they do and understand that. And... I totally agree because that's what I've been doing this entire time, trying to understand what is not normal for me. Me and him are so different when it comes to our upbringings, when it comes to our experience, even when it comes to what we think relationships look like. Um, he's very unconventional and I am not. So it's it's definitely an opposites attract type of thing, but at the same time, we have so much in common. So again, it just really felt good that um you guys reached out to me and helped me understand like this is relationships. This is what happens. Um, when you really love someone, you try your best to work things out. You try your best to understand one another. I preferably would prefer, if I said that correctly, I would prefer for it to be done respectfully. I would prefer that it's done with kind words. I would prefer that it's done when emotions are not heightened because you say so much stuff when you're angry and you're upset. But I've also been a person who thought before I spoke. That's something that took a long time for me to understand. But as I got older, I start realizing that I would have to calculate my thoughts before I open my mouth. Because sometimes your first response is not always the best response. And that is something that he does not do. He does not know how to do. Um, And it's just weird. It's just weird because I find myself also feeling like I am teaching someone how to treat me and teaching someone how relationships 
really actually work. And I just can remember so many times hearing people say, you can't teach a man. I'm not trying to be a mother to my boyfriend, to my husband, to my fiance. You know, if he doesn't know, he's never going to know. And here I am in a predicament where he doesn't know a lot of things. Um, Here I am in a predicament trying to teach him how to treat me. Here I am in a predicament with someone who spent more of their time incarcerated than in the free world and hadn't been given the same amount of tools that I have. So I am trying to show him and teach him different things so he can have those same tools. And I never saw myself in that light before. I never saw myself in those type of shoes before. Even when I thought about it or heard other people talking, it it just sounded so exhausting. And honestly speaking, it is very exhausting. But at the same time, um, it's a part of unconditional love. It really is a part of unconditional love. I, and, and I really want to stress that, um, Me as a woman, I'm very strong. I feel like I'm highly intelligent. I have a lot going for myself. You know, I am on my shit. I'm on my shit. I look at myself in the mirror. I love what I see. I feel like I'm beautiful. I feel like I have so much to offer. You know, I'm not as perfect as I would like to be who is. You know, I do have flaws. Of course I do. I'm human. But... What I realized is that this is actually what I want. And I need for people to understand that, not just for me, but even if you're in a relationship, you know, people can be quick to say, you could be doing something else. Um, Why are you going through all this with somebody who's incarcerated? Um, This person's locked up. They can't do this. They can't do that for you. And I get it. I get it because when we're at that mad place, when we're at that place where we're so upset, all those things cross your mind and you're the person in the relationship. But I really want to stress that this is where I want to be. This is who I want to be with. And I do feel like what we have is actually worth it. I see beyond things that other people see. I see spirits, I see souls, um, I see people's hearts. And that's why I go so hard the way that I do. I see potential. And it's not just my relationship, even in my friendships. I see so much in people that they don't see in themselves. I try to build people up to get them to feel how I feel about them. Sometimes, yes, it's a slap in the face. Sometimes people don't get it. Um, But I still go about who I am. I still go about the things that I believe in. And I fight hard. I fight hard for the ones that I love. So I could be anywhere in the world with anybody. But this is where I choose to be. This is where I want to be. And although it's a headache at times, although this man drives me up the wall, although, you know, it can get, The lows can get low, but I will say this. I have spent the four years with this man happier than I ever been with anybody 
outside of these past couple of months being a down. Um, we all have personality shifts. We shift, we shift, and I'm just watching him shift. As I said on my YouTube video, you know, I don't know where the shift is coming from. He is completely a different person right now, and I do not know why. I can't put my finger on it, but I pray for him every day. Um, I am hoping that he finds his way or figure out what is actually going on. But I know that it's so difficult when you are behind prison walls. I know that there's a lot as a man that he has to deal with, that he has to go through. Um his first 15 years of being incarcerated when he was 16 years old, he lived like a, a animal, like a savage, you know, um, having to ha watch her back every day, having to stay, you know, in, in, in savage mode in an animalistic mode on an everyday basis. Um, it turns you. It it really does turn you. And I haven't really realized a lot of things until these past couple of months and different scenarios have come up. That is why I say being with someone in, incarcerated is not easy. And I try to talk about healthy ways to maintain those relationships because it is very hard. It's extremely hard. But you have good people who are just broken. You have good people who have just been living their lives in an animalistic mind frame. Um, You have people that had to be hard, had to be this kind of way because this is this was survival. This was survival of the fittest. So a lot of things have made me start thinking differently. But it doesn't excuse responses. It doesn't excuse disrespect. You know, I have to help him to understand that I'm on his side. I'm on his side. We are a team. We we are against the world, not against each other. Um, and I have my moments. I have my moments where I want to let loose on him, like completely, like don't mistake it. My mouth can get really, really lethal if I need it to be. I mean, I have plenty of witnesses on that. I do not sugarcoat nothing. I say what's on my mind. I say how I feel. And I promise you, I live by no, do not disrespect me. I give respect. But when you cross the line and disrespect me, the response is going to be disrespect back. So I stand on my morals, you know, I stand on who I am, but the love that I have for him, it's just something totally different. It's a compassion that I've never felt for, for anybody. Um, the things that I have navigated through with him, I've never navigated through with anyone. I don't call it settling because I don't settle for anything. Again, I want to be here. I don't have to be here. Um, so it's not that, you know, it's, it's a different kind of compassion. It's a different kind of love. It's very hard to explain because sometimes even I say to myself, what the fuck are you doing, Rashida? Like, really, what the fuck are you doing? Or I'm saying to myself, girl, like, what the fuck? Like, you don't need this. You know, this aggravating, it's irritating, it's taking too much, you know, all these different type of things. And then I think about everything I have in my life right now. I have worked so hard for, and it has not been easy. And 
I realized <laughs> nothing worth having is easy. I have I have um shed so much tears and sweat and as they say blood, sweat and tears to get to where I am even professionally. Um walking out and taking a risk on myself six years ago to be my own boss, to be an entrepreneur, to stop helping everyone else become millionaires and helping everyone else make money while they're sleeping. I did that. And I walked away because I felt like if I could do it for somebody else, I know I can do it for me. I can bet on me. So I'm saying all that to say like, it was hard. Even my transition of who I am today was hard, but it was worth it. I fought through it. Um, I've had ups and downs. I've been broke. I've been up. I've been broke. I've been up. And I wouldn't trade it for nothing in the world. And that's definitely how I take my relationship. Is it hard sometimes? Yes, it is. Is it aggravating sometimes? Yes, it is. Do I just want to scream and say, fuck it? Yes, I do. A lot of times. But I also want to be here. I love who I'm with. I see so much potential in who I'm with. I also see a lot of the things that he doesn't know, that he wasn't afforded, Um in his life, the choices that he made got him to this point. And his spirit, his spirit, his soul, all these things are beautiful to me. And I love him for it. You know, I love him for it. And I want the best for him. Even if I went through all this to help him become a better man for someone else, as hard as it would be, as hard as it would be. And God forbid, like, that's not what I want. I want all this work <laughs> to be put towards my future with him, our future. But they always say that there's a time and a season for everyone. They always say that people come into your life for a reason. And if that is it, and that is God's plan. I'm accepting of that plan because this is a beautiful person. This is a this is a rose that has grown through concrete. That is the best way that I can explain it. But for now, my future with him is something that I'm working hard on and for. I feel like he's doing the same thing. I feel like he's frustrated with himself, you know, being incarcerated. I am quite sure you feel like a failure. I'm quite sure you feel like, you know, was it all worth it to be here? You know, you think about your family, you think about your children, everything that you're missing out on. And when you're behind those walls, none of that shit that you risk to get there is actually worth it. So imagine waking up every day in hell and hating what you did to get to that place. I don't know anybody that can just walk around and just be like, I mean, I'm cool. I'm cool with being incarcerated. I'm cool with being here. I did everything that I need to go to get here and I'm straight. Uh, I don't know about that unless you're just like a complete monster and you know, you are one with the devil. That's the only way I could see that you don't have those regrets and feel um, feeling of, of failure a lot of times. And again, it's mental, it's emotional, 
It's the stress that they actually go through. And unfortunately, sometimes it comes out in a negative way. Um, I continuously tell him I'm not going to be his punching bag because I'm not. You know, we have to find ways to talk about things in 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 a positive way you know in in a constructive way we have to find ways of doing it so that we're not hurting each other or damaging each other or making each other feel bad you know those are the things that i am trying to avoid i don't want to feel bad about who i'm with or bad about the decisions that i made so again i just want to thank everybody that reached out to me that really gave me words of encouragement that told me your struggle and told me the things that you did to overcome it helped and that's why i have this platform that's why i do what i do because these relationships are not easy they're not there's no other way i can spin it they are not easy um we have been talking. We have been talking in a healthy way. Uh, we are on the road of trying to make up, trying to get back into this this beautiful thing that we had. Like, this thing was so beautiful, guys. Like, I'm telling you, I kept a smile on my face with this man. This man made me laugh. We joke. We play so much, and I miss that, and I really want to get back to that Whatever this transition is, whatever this 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 obstacle is that we're facing, I am so ready to get through it and go around it and get over it. Um, I am just exhausted from it. I really am. I really am exhausted from it. And I know that he is too. So we're we're moving forward. We're moving forward in the best way. Um that we can in the best way that we can we are moving forward um just trying to find better ways of expressing ourselves you know and and i'm trying to help him understand how those things make anybody feel individual feel because i don't think it's purposely done but i think this is the defense mechanism i think this is that animalistic thing that that people who've been incarcerated for so long jump into like you had to walk around with like no feelings like you have to remove a lot of your humanity to be able to survive in those conditions so again being with someone incarcerated is on a different level even when they come home it's still on a different level so yes guys we have communicated we are trying to work it out um we love each other period point blank we love each other and i will say what got us to this point was a misunderstanding was him hearing something that was not actually said um as i said on my YouTube uh, video that I just dropped the other day, I can kind of understand why he felt the way he felt being that he thought he heard what he heard. It doesn't excuse it. It doesn't make it right. But I could understand it. I can definitely agree to disagree because we're two different minded people. There's no wrong and there's no right. And my cousin Thank God when she sent me that message, I needed to read it. It made so much sense. There's no wrong and there's no right in a lot of scenarios. So, yes, guys, we we have talked. We're doing okay. We're trying to work things out. Um, 
And I'm going to tell you, this is the longest relationship that I have been in that have, that I have put this much work into. Everything else was not this heavy. Everything else was not this serious. And when I say this serious, I'm talking about like the love. Like I've, I don't, I've never loved anybody intensely where us not talking was, was not good enough. Us being like this was not good enough. No, we're going to work this out. We're going to fix this. Like I've never put that much stock into anything that I've ever had. You know, I haven't. I put more stock into the things I wanted to build up. I put more stock into business. I put more stock into money. Um, So this relationship means the world to me. Again, think about it. I'm the same girl that in the beginning of this podcast that said I never saw myself being married. I never saw myself having a fiance. I never saw myself having kids. But he came into my life and changed all of that. Um, and that was just a different feeling, a very overwhelming, wonderful feeling um, that I, I got from this type of love. So it's worth it to me. It's worth fighting for. It's worth going through the ups and downs with him, but <laughs> respectfully, because your girl will go the fuck off. And if you know me personally, you know me personally, you know how and who I am. But the love is there. The love is still the same. The love hasn't changed. And we're going to do what we have to do. We're going to be okay. We're definitely going to be okay. But I'm not going to ever sugarcoat the obstacles, the ups and the downs, the uglies. Um, Because I feel like it's going to help the next person. I feel like, unfortunately, we don't have the option to seek counseling or go to a marriage counseling or relationship counseling, therapist or anything like that. We literally got to figure this out through our, for ourselves because he's incarcerated. We don't have, I wish we could. I wish we could. So everything I am learning is in real time. Everything that's going on is in real time. The way that we're healing and moving forward is in real time. And you guys are experiencing that with us. And hopefully it's helping some of you out there because I know I definitely know if I never knew before that I am not in this alone, not even just with prison relationships, with relationships as a whole. So that is all that I have um, today, guys. Like I said, we're moving forward in a positive way. Um, and that is that is that. That is that. So I appreciate you guys so much again for um all the love and all the support that you guys have been showing me. We are on the road of recovery, um, trying to do our best to to fight through this, to really, really fight through this. And as I said before, I'm here because I want to be here. There's no settling. There's no just dealing with what to deal with just because I am a beautiful female. I am a smart female. I have a lot going for me. So therefore, I am not a desperate female. Um, I am not a female who just needs something. So I'm with someone who's incarcerated so that they can give me the attention that I need. It is none of that bullshit on my end. 
I love who I love. I fell in love with this person. Me and this person were friends. This is my best friend. And um, this is where I want to be. This is where I want to be. And guess what? It has me on this journey so that you guys can be with me too. And that is all that I have for the topic of the day. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and listening and subscribing and passing the word on about Wetlock Chronicles podcast. So ladies, self-care is so important now more than ever. That's why when it comes to my skincare, I use Clean Rituals Complete Serum. The benefits are impressive. Clean Rituals keeps your skin smooth, reduce signs of aging, gives you that radiant look, most of all maintains healthy looking skin. I love this serum guys and trust me, you will too. Aging is a fact of life. Looking your age is not. Visit cleanrituals.com and start your healthy skincare now. That's K L E A N R I T U A L S.com. Now back to the show. They say behind every man, there's a great woman, or in some cases, a crazy strong woman. These stories are about the women behind their incarcerated men. Some you may know, some you may not. This is her story. Her story is about Maya Moore. Maya Moore, born June 11, 1989, is an American former professional basketball player, naming her their inaugural performer of the year in 2017. Sports Illustrated called Moore the greatest winner in the history of women's basketball. Miss Moore took a break from basketball to help free Jonathan Irons. His conviction on burglary and assault charges were overturned. Mr. Irons first met Miss Moore in prison. He was skeptical. He thought that Miss Moore, 18 at the time, was at the prison for a token visit, but she wanted to hear his story. She told him, I'm here because I care she recalled in an interview with the New York Times. In an interview, Mr. Irons called Miss Moore a lifesaver who gave him hope. She is light, he said, pure light. Miss Moore's family met Mr. Irons through a prison ministry in 2007. She visited shortly before her freshman year at the University of Connecticut, where she became one of the most heralded women's basketball players in college history. During college, Miss Moore said she began to consider Mr. Irons, as she would a sibling. It was challenging to go to Missouri for visits, but they kept in touch. She sent him books by her favorite spiritual writers, and sometimes before her big games, they spoke on the phone. It wasn't until 2016 that Miss Moore spoke publicly about the friendship between her and Mr. Irons when she began campaigning changes in law enforcement and the legal system after a series of police shootings of unarmed black men. The journey for justice turned into a love story when Maya Moore, one of the WNBA's brightest stars, married the man she helped free from prison. 
Jonathan Irons walked out of a Missouri prison on July 1st, more than 20 years after he was convicted on charges of burglary and assault. Mr. Irons, who pleaded not guilty, has insisted that he was not at the scene of the crime and had been misidentified. We want to announce today that we are super excited to continue the work that we've been doing together, but doing it as a married couple. Miss Moore seated beside Mr. Irons on Good Morning America said. The couple said they plan to continue to educate people about voting and to help others who have been wrongfully convicted. Miss Moore added that sometime in the spring, she will have a next step moving forward concerning her basketball career, which she put on hold that year to answer what she said was a call from God. She became a strong voice for change. She stunned the sports world when she announced in February 2019 that she would step away from her career in women's basketball in part so she can help Mr. Irons in what they thought would be a final appeal. In March, Mr. Irons' conviction was overturned by the state judge in Jefferson County. Mr. Irons was 16 when the crime for which he was convicted occurred. He was prosecuted for burglarizing a home in St. Louis suburb and assaulting the homeowner with a gun. But there were no corroborating witnesses, fingerprints, DNA, or blood evidence that connected Mr. Irons to the crime. When it comes to a true love story behind walls, this is definitely my top five. When God calls, you answer. Maya Moore, a WNBA player, activist, soldier of God, true friend turned wife, a strong woman that followed her calling and helped bring her man home from behind prison walls. As promised, guys, last week, I talked to you about my friend, Demita. My friend, Demita, went to Facebook. She went to Facebook and she made a video, which I told her was like a mini commercial. It was super, super cute. I love her to death. She did a video talking about the podcast. She is my walking billboard. Visually, she is my visual billboard. She is visual marketing 101 for me. She is constantly wearing her Wetlock Chronicles t-shirts, her federal wives t-shirts. So she decided on this particular day to do a video and post it on Facebook. And she was just talking about the interaction that she has with people while she's doing Uber, when she's listening to the podcast. And I just thought it was so cute. So I told you guys last week I was going to uh, record it so I could play it on here so you guys can actually hear it. Um, The cute part about it is, is that because I do have the bonus channel, the federal wives bonus, on his channel she kept calling the podcast fed up wives but i do have the fed up wives bonus channel on apple but the fact that she did that i love her for it. i appreciate her for it. i thought it was super super cute and she will be here with me next week we're gonna do a um episode together i cannot wait um she's an amazing activist she's out here trying to change some laws she is fighting for people's freedom fighting for people who've been wrong wrongfully convicted um i truly truly admire her i have learned so much from her so next 
week she will be here we will record an episode together i'm probably going to go live it's definitely going to be um recorded and added to the uh youtube channel and we're just going to talk about relationships and love marriage prison relationships the thing that she's experienced with prison relationships the things that she experiences with prisoners in general um She's running for office. She's teaching me how to even write bills. You know, I have big ideas when it comes to different bills that I would like to be presented, have presented into Congress. So she's an amazing woman, definitely someone you can learn something from. And I truly, truly, truly appreciate how she took the opportunity to help my podcast, help my platform by going on Facebook and recording this adorable video. So here it is, guys. Demita and Facebook meet. Hey, everybody. I am driving my car doing Uber today, and I got on my girl Rashida Johnson's podcast t-shirt, Fed Up Wives. Well, I thought I'd take it up a little notch. I thought I'd play it in the car while I was driving. And boy, let me tell you, these folks are so entertained by this. And some of the women and men who are in relationships with people who are incarcerated were asking me, how do they find this podcast? Rashida, girl, they're loving it. You better not quit. You better not quit because the people love this show. If you want to tune in to Fed Up Wives, go on to Spotify, subscribe to it, and you will not be sorry. We are in this car cracking up, laughing, relating to when we were in a situation with the, with men. But one woman told me it makes her feel good knowing that she ain't the only one who got a man in prison acting like he ain't got no sense. Um, they put you through it. I don't have a man in prison, but when you but I have been in a relationship with someone who is incarcerated, and they stress you the fuck out. So just knowing that someone is going through what you're going through, the people love you, Rashida, do not let this podcast go. Do not. Or we will march in front of your house because you forget I know where you live. I know where you live, where you drive and all that. And I will pull up with a squad if you even try to quit this podcast. They love you, girl, and so do I. Have a good one, y'all. Fed Up Wives, Spotify. You heard it from me. today on a serious note my question of the day is how do you teach the person that you're with how you like to be treated do you do it by example do you do it by expressing yourself through um, through communication how do you do it um my past relationships and friendships that i've had i'm very big on treating people how i like to be treated So I like to show people how I like to be treated by treating them a certain type of way. Now, it doesn't always work out that way, which is crazy to me, but that is how I feel like I teach people how to treat me. But when it comes to basic relationships teaching, how do you go about doing that? Um, 
being in a relationship with someone who knows nothing about a relationship, is it exhausting to explain and teach a person how to do that? Because you know, you hear so many people saying like, you know, I don't want to teach a man how to be a man. You know, I don't want to be a mother to a man. I don't want to raise a man and different things like that. But within relationships, do you feel like you still play that role? I mean, even on the men's side, is it still something that is done once you enter a new relationship or maybe throughout the relationship, constantly teaching and learning each other how to move and navigate through your relationship, especially when it comes to how to handle you personally with care, the things you like, the things you don't like, um, the things you would deal with, the things that you won't deal with, your your cutoff limit, you know, the pinnacle of when things shift for you. Is it a constant teaching and learning session within relationships? And then what happens? Do you just wake up one day and everybody finally gets it? Or is it something that continuously goes on? Because in life, we're constantly learning every day. We learn something new every day. At least I hope that we do learn something new every day. Um... You know, it's so many twists and turns to this, like being around people. You want to be around people that you can constantly learn from. So what makes it different when you're in a relationship and you're constantly learning or constantly teaching? And again, is this something that is a part of relationships, teaching and learning? Um, I said earlier, you know, there are so many sayings that women say about, I don't want to raise my husband. I don't want to raise my boyfriend. I don't want to be his mom. You can't raise a man. But the question is, isn't that a part of relationships? Um, I find it quite exhausting sometimes because at some point I feel like, when are you going to get it? When are you going to understand it? When are you going to get it? And... I think the major part about of, about it too, of course, is the communication, but also taking responsibility and accountability of the cause and effect of things. Continuously doing something they say is insanity, but do you raise each other in relationships? Do you raise each other in your relationships um, as you do your kids, as you do the people who you're around, as you build and bond with your friends, as your friendship grows? It's a constant teaching and learning type of situation. So is it exhausting because it's a relationship? Do you give your friends more credit than you do your relationship when you're constantly having to teach and learn or vice versa? And that is my question of the day. Like, are we constantly teaching and learning in our relationships and when does it begin to get exhausting and do we put more stock in our relationship versus our friendships because we are all constantly teaching and learning each other teaching and learning from each other every day so that is all that i have for on a serious note questions of course do not forget the questions will always be at the end of the show notes you can answer and comment and interact through the spotify app um if you would like to email me any questions or comments you can do so at rashida Rashida at Wetlock Chronicles Podcast.blog or Wetlock Chronicles Podcast at gmail.com. Either one of those 
you can communicate with me i will communicate back with you don't forget guys this is a community we are a community we are here to exchange stories to help each other out to trade secrets of of relationships especially of these prison relationships um i love the feedback that i have been getting let's keep it going i would love for everyone to have some type of interaction with each other because again we're teaching and we are learning so that's all that i have again guys today on a serious note thank you so much for tuning in and listening this is season three episode 16. Fed Up Wives is not just my nonprofit organization that supports the wives and families of incarcerated inmates. Fed Up Wives is also my new bonus channel on Apple with exclusive episodes about just being a fed up wife. Let's just be honest. Prison relationships are hard. And sometimes we just need to speak our true feelings, unfiltered, unapologetic, with no judgment from the heart. These episodes are different. Check out Fed Up Wives bonus channel on Apple with a seven-day free trial. Now back to the show. Now it's time to jump into our shout outs. So today I want to again shout out everybody that reached out to me for all of your encouraging words, all of your advice, all of your stories. I really, really, truly, truly, truly appreciate it so much. I promise you it gave me a lot to um, take in, a lot to understand within my situation. And I really, really do appreciate all you guys. Um, Really, really big shout out to my cousin Ambalia. Like, thank you so much. You have no idea how those words really, really like put my head back in the game. It, it really, those few words really, really helped me out. Um, And just understanding that we all have to understand why people think the way they think um, and why people look at the world the way they look at it. So I really, really, truly, truly appreciate you for um, coming through with your encouraging words, your supportive words, and just giving me the love that I needed. Again, thank you so much to my new subscribers and my new listeners. Welcome. Thank you so much uh, for tuning in, for subscribing, for listening, for joining me on this journey. And I just want to shout out all of my ATL and Georgia listeners. Like this is where I'm from. This is where I live. This is, this is ATL is everything. So I just want to shout out all of you, um, for listening and for supporting this podcast. I really, really do appreciate it. Um, and thank you also for everybody that repost. Oh my gosh, for all of you that repost my post 
um, repost the different things that I do on my Wetlock Chronicles Instagram page. Thank you so much. Like every time somebody does that, repost my stories or anything, I get so much great feedback. I get so many new views, so many new subscribers and listeners. So thank you, thank you, thank you. I really, really appreciate all of the repostings throughout the social media. And just for all of you listening today, shout out to all of you. I hope you guys are having a wonderful day on purpose. Um, thank you. And that is all. Season three, episode 16. Having a spouse incarcerated isn't easy. You go through a lot emotionally, mentally, and it can become a financial burden as well. Fed Up Wives is my nonprofit organization that's set to help wives and families of federal incarcerated inmates. We provide counseling, emotional support, and financial assistance for inmate phone calls, postal correspondence, visitation expenses, and back-to-school assistance. To contact us, email fedupwives.org at gmail.com or call 404-543-8688. Now back to the show. To follow this show's social media, follow Instagram, Facebook, Patreon, and TikTok under Wetlock Chronicles Podcast. Twitter is Wetlock Chronicles, YouTube Wetlock Chronicles Podcast. For merch, make sure to visit wetlockchroniclespodcast.com. And for my personal blog, wetlockchroniclespodcast.blog, my personal Instagram and TikTok, Rashida the Brand, and my Instagram subscription channel is the exclusive brand. Quick update, guys. Patreon is now free. You do have the option to become a member, but overall, Patreon is now free. You can also shop for merch on Patreon. I have not uploaded any of my merchandise on Patreon just yet, but you can still find it on wetlockchroniclespodcast.com. But Patreon is 100% free with the option to become a member. Memberships, of course, come with different perks. So if you jump on patreon.com slash wetlockchroniclespodcast, you can get everything that you need to know about it it is visual it's just like social media just like instagram it's just a little bit more exclusive so patreon is now free make sure that you subscribe to patreon and a good thing about it is most of all of your favorite podcasts that you listen to outside of wetlock chronicles podcast is on Patreon as well. So check out patreon.com slash wetlock chronicles podcast. Um, as I've told you guys before, I am a ordained minister. I can perform weddings, but I have a quick story guys about that. I was uh, approached through via email, uh, someone who was trying to get me to officiate a wedding, you know, came to me with the date, the time, what they were trying to do. And they actually reached out to me through the minister's platform, which is um, getordained.org. You can find me on there. If you pull up Georgia, I think I'm the first person on there. It has all my services, pricing, um, mileage, and all these different type of things. So I got a message via email um, from the ordained 
website and they were talking to me about you know performing a ceremony and all these different type of things and guys I was so excited because I'm just so excited when it comes to love like I'm so excited to be a part of those things those beautiful memories and just just watching different people unite you know and I'm calling my brother. I'm asking him certain questions. I'm getting his advice on certain things. And guys, come to find out, it was a whole scam, okay? A whole scam. They had me all the way up until it got time for them to talk about payment. When they start talking about sending me a certified check in the mail and all these different type of things, I'm like, oh my God, this is a scam. But what was the bigger oh my gosh, was the fact that you're actually scamming through the ordained website. Not my regular email, but they were literally going on the ordained website trying to scam ministers. <laughs> I was like, what is the world coming to? But it was crazy to me, guys. Thank God I, I had my head on and I was thinking because as soon as that certified check and mailed me and what's your address came about, I just completely cut off all communications and moved past that. But I was excited at first. I was excited at first because I was, you know, I I'm, I wanted to perform a union of love, you know, but people ain't right. And I want to curse, but I don't want to curse while I'm talking about <laughs> being an ordained minister. People just not right. They will scam and scam anybody. But on the side note, if you are looking to have your nuptials done, I am a ordained minister. You can find me on getordained.org. Um, look up Georgia and I am right there. It gives you my credentials. It gives you everything you're looking for. So if you're wanting to say I do to the love of your life, your soulmate, um, let me know. Let me know. We can discuss it as long as you're not trying to send me a certified check or a personal check via mail. <laughs> um, four more episodes until season four. Four more episodes until season four. Oh my God, I can't believe I made it this far. Ooh, Jesus, like, wow, wow. I am entering season four. Season three has definitely been a ride. This has been a real, real roller coaster. I hope that season four is not like season five. I mean, season three, but I told you guys from the beginning, this man will continuously keep me with content. Um, Make sure you, that you subscribe to the YouTube channel, Wetlock Chronicles Podcast. I try to drop videos on there once or twice a week. I'm getting better at it. I'm trying to learn how to do a little bit of editing and, and producing and all these different type of things to try to really give some good visual content. So it's not 100% the best YouTube channel right now, but I'm getting there. So make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel, guys. It's Wetlock Chronicles podcast um wet chronicles podcast is now on pandora stitcher and it will be available on sirius xm in august i am so excited so you can find this podcast on apple spotify our iheart amazon music google podcast pandora stitcher and i'm thinking 
I think that's it. I think that's it. I think I covered everywhere you can find. Of course, you can jump on and, and, and look at different things on YouTube and, and all of that. But now we're on Pandora, Stitcher, and Sirius XM coming in August. And I believe that that's all that I have for the update, guys. I cannot think of anything else. Please make sure you rate and review this podcast. I tell you, every week is so important. If you have any stories that you want to tell, if you have any advice that you want to give, please be sure to email me. You can email me at wetlockchroniclespodcast at gmail.com or Rashida at wetlockchroniclespodcast.blog. Um, you can DM the the uh, Wetlock Chronicles podcast Instagram page. There are so many ways that you can reach out to me. So if you have any stories, any advice, any comments, anything, please feel free to do it. I always say as long as it's not disrespectful and messy, I am here for it. So thank you guys so much again for tuning in. I appreciate all of you guys for listening. I appreciate all you guys for subscribing. Please keep the subscription numbers going. Just don't listen to the podcast, guys. Hit that follow button. Hit that subscribe button. It costs you nothing. It is totally 100% free. I do have a bonus channel on Apple, which is subscription-based which is uh, a $4.99 a month fee and $54.99 a year. But that is for the bonus channel. Everything else is 100% free. So make sure you hit that subscribe button. All that is saying is that every time I drop an episode, you will be notified that Wetlock Chronicles has dropped the episode. If you love this podcast, if you love this platform, if you love what I'm doing, love what I'm talking about, love what I'm saying, hit the subscribe button, guys. And that is all that I have for you today. Thank you so much for tuning in. Mwah. It's been a vibe Fell in love with your first impression And I can't lie Cats with flying colors Every test fuck they implies Locked in for the long run No money's ever lied If you wanna run Just tell me no money and Clyde Fell in love with your first impression And I can't lie Cats with flying colors Every test fuck they implies Perfect, uh. Say that it ain't worth it, but it's working for us But what they be talking about, not knowing what I mind about Sunset, set the mood, what you ain't tryna find out It's whatever space between the two, but long as we together Make it through the struggle, see the day when we both shine forever Since when we begin, it feel like you really make it It's been a vibe, fell in love with your first impression And I can't lie, pass with flying colors Every test, fuck they implies Locked in for the long run, nobody's ever lie